It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston. Welcome to the Front Stretch Race Fans, presented by Joe's Carding and Council Bluffs, online at joescarding.com. Fast-paced white-knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue. Get over to Joe's Carding today. Do yourself right with a little indoor kart racing. And, uh, Dirk, I, I think that this is a first. We are a officially an international show. Yeah, international podcast. Dirk is doing uh, his portion of the show from, is it Manila, or are you in a city outside of Manila? I'm... I think I'm technically in Manila. Yeah. It's I always mean, tough it's, to say. Or tough to tell. Well, it's a bunch of bergs. I mean, yeah. you go through it like driving south on 84th Street. Yeah. Go through a section of Ralston, then La Vista, then Papillion. Um, it's probably, I don't know, 15, 20 cities or something like that in the metro Manila area. But I think I'm actually in Manila. Awesome. Should we talk about your journey or just go ahead and get into racing talk? Not a whole lot to say, but if anybody ever decides to take um you know a trip like this just hope you don't get on eight eight and one eight hour and 17 minute flight and one seven and a half hour flight with crying babies (laughs) that was not good and and it's like they they were probably 10 rows apart on the plane but it's like they knew each other or they had this whole deal planned out because one would go for a half an hour and I don't know if they got tired and needed a break. And about the time they quit, the other one would start up. It was just like that for the whole trip. You they know? were tag teaming. <laughs> yeah, evidently. <laughs> and uh, I just, uh, I'd planned on sleeping on some of the trip, but that yeah. didn't happen. I was up 32 straight hours. And <sighs> then everybody told me here. And uh, when I got here, customs, it'd be like five minutes. Well, it was like two minutes when you finally got up to the person. It was waiting an hour to get up to that person that really mm. sucked. Wow. And it's muggy here. So the temperature is upper, upper, upper 70s and lower 80s. Uh, but I'm really not sure where the humidity is because they don't say. Yeah. Well, I know it, it is there. Well, if it makes you feel any better, we're sitting at uh, a whopping 22 degrees. And uh, we've gotten a little bit of snow over the last couple of days. So it's uh, packed ice on top of fresh snowfall. Yeah, we sit here and we've got the air conditioner running at like 20 or it's set. Well, it's 23 centigrade. So that's like 75 degrees. Mm-hmm. And so it's comfortable. But the air conditioner is only in the bedroom of the condo yeah. I ran it. Mm. Um, so we got fans in the other rooms. I just know it'll be real expensive on the electric bill. I got to pay at the end of the month if I leave the bedroom door open and try and AC the whole place. Yeah. So we spend a lot of time here and out on the balcony in the evening, just out on the balcony, watching the gazillion of cars go by and nobody here uses a blinker. Um, <laughs> so it's like Omaha. <laughs> well, it's, it's makes Omaha look like nothing because every motorcyclist here are these little Vespa scooters, these, you know, some of them are actually, you know, nice bikes and whatnot, but mm-hmm. they just white line it everywhere. <laughs> I took a video yesterday of some of the traffic and we're leaving a stoplight. And before we're across the intersection, there's five bikes that have passed us on the two sides. Huh. And the tag, the, the taxi I was in, we got into a roundabout that was four lanes and we were on the left lane, and we only went one section in the roundabout and got off on the right lane. So, hmm. 
and meep 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 is yeah. the sound of Manila. <laughs> I will be hearing horns in my nightmares for years to come. <laughs> they haven't hit anything yet. Good. So, and Good. The, but the taxis are dirt cheap. The what? Dirt cheap. Um, I mean, I'm talking like uh, three bucks for a, a ride that's you know twenty minutes long. Wow. Well, I think we spent we easily spent a couple hundred dollars uh, Ubering to and from Disney and Universal, and those were maybe, yeah, uh, even in my era, Orlando traffic, uh, I would guess probably ten to to fifteen miles from the hotel. Yeah, I uh, I know. I think the last time I was actually in a cab until I got here was one of my NASCAR flights coming back like 20 years ago. And I went from Epley to home, which is 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was about 40 bucks. Mm. Wow. Like I said, the transportation here is cheap. I've driven, I've now ridden in one of those little motorcycle with a covered sidecar things. I've ridden in the infamous Jeepney. And the jeepney has like a front end that looks like a jeep, and the back end looks like a a school bus. Except it's only like once you try to go to climb straight in the back, it'd be like the emergency door in a school bus. There's a couple steps, and you're in, and it's maybe three feet tall inside. <laughs> so, um, Lynn got quite the kick of me trying to maneuver around in there. <laughs> And then pretty... they just stop for people. There's, there's, it's just bench seats, one big bench seat on each side. And until it's overflowing, like they've got 10 people in a six people area, they keep picking people up. Yeah. And then you yell up to the driver when you need to stop and you jump out the back. He takes off again. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. glad you made it there, buddy. Uh, and I hope everything's going good for you. You're having a good time. Yeah, yeah, we went and checked out one of the casinos yesterday, and uh, took me four hours to lose a hundred bucks, so I didn't feel so bad. Yeah, not bad. All right, man. Well, let's get into some racing news. Not a lot has happened in the last week, but we do have to start with some bad news. Um, Bobby Lincoln and the entire Lincoln family that has been running US 36 for a long time and uh, just recently took over Dawson County Raceway. Uh, made an announcement just uh, like 10 minutes before we started recording that unfortunately Bobby's wife, uh, Janelle, has been diagnosed with breast cancer. And uh, the family asks for uh, the respect and privacy at this time as they're kind of getting their game plan together and then dealing with what they have to deal with. He says she's a fighter and she knows she's going to beat it. But um, if you guys could just please uh, just be respectful there of them and uh, US 30 Dawson County Raceway, Bobby, and I'm sure the daughters have all posted about it too. So if you want to send your thoughts and love, you can definitely do that there. But uh, yeah, Janelle dealing with uh, breast cancer. And I got to run into Bobby this weekend at the um, racer swap meet. And uh, uh, just Bobby is just one of those great guys that I love hanging around with. Cause he's always got something quirky to say, but um, just one of the nicest guys I know. Oh yeah. He's always good to talk to and, uh, kind of odd that you start talking about cancer. Cause right as we started recording, I got a, um, a little thank you message from one of my cousins. And it also stated that cancer sucks. I lost the first cousin to cancer just, uh, <clears throat> hours earlier today. Oh man. I'm I sorry was, about that. 
you know, it, it worked out, I mean, semi-good for me because for some reason, uh, Friday before I left, the good Lord made me go up and spend a couple hours with him. You know, just one of them things that hit me. I need to go see him today. Yeah. And uh, so it works out. I'm, I'm glad I did, you know, before I left town. And then also, since I've left town, my mother fell and broke her hip. So she's in the oh. hospital. Oh, like, man. Awaiting surgery tomorrow morning. So. Good land. Yep. And it rains, it pours. All right. Let's talk about some uh, some other news. Uh, Kurt Bush during the it looked like the Hall of Fame induction ceremony last week uh, kind of gave an update on his health and he still has not been cleared by doctors for racing uh, for competition. And uh, he affirms that he hopes to be back with 2311 uh, kind of hoping that he's cleared by then. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm really surprised that it's taken this long for him to get cleared and he still hasn't been cleared. Well, he's had a long career, so there might be, some other lingering damage from, you know, previous concussions and whatnot that with the new protocol is, you know, still showing up. Maybe he shouldn't have been driving for a while. I don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They always talk about that when it comes to those brain injuries, it's a a repetition that it, it, it doesn't, uh, you don't fully heal from those things. When you get one concussion, the next one's worse. And then the third one's worse. And then the fourth one's even more worse. And if you don't take that proper time to get back to a certain percentage of, of health, you really run the risk of amplifying it, not just twofold, but three, four, fivefold. So you're absolutely right. He may be, he may have still had some lingering issues that he just got used to, or doctors just didn't really catch because they were very subtle that when he got in that accident, it, it really ramped everything up. Well, and, and also brain cells, um, just like the rest of your body, you get new cells, you get new brain cells, but damaged cells don't repair themselves. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, you see uh, the, you know, punch drunk uh, boxers, or you see the cognizant ability of heavy drinkers. Yeah. Because alcohol kills brain cells. Um. You know, you, you'll see people that, you know, are alcohol, literally alcoholics that, you know, have problems with, you know, mental capacity. Yeah. So, like I said, just same thing. Once you damage those brain cells in one concussion, it, those ones don't come back. So, yeah, you got other ones coming that are, you know, that are reborn because your cells just do that. That's the human body. But uh, the damaged ones are, are done. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that's too bad. I mean, Kurt's had a, uh, a long career. Yeah. You know, it's not like he just raced once or twice, but, uh, you know, past champion. And, uh, you know, if he can't continue, that's it's going to be a blow for 2311. So, right. Yeah. And, and, you know, maybe he'll still be able to be there as an advisor, but that uh, being in the car and actually experiencing what the car's doing on race day, it, it makes things so much easier than him just being able to sit there and, and help. I mean, it's not like he's not going to be any help, but I think he'd be far more help if he was in the car feeling what the car was doing. Well, definitely because, you know, he only got, he got a little past halfway in the season last year. Mm-hmm. So, 
but it was a new car. So mm-hmm. it's not like he had a ton of experience in the car, you know? Yep. yep. Well, Casey Kane announced that he's going to be running a full World of Outlaw Sprint Car Series schedule. He's going to be driving the number nine for his very own Casey Kane Racing operation. So I thought that was uh, important to bring up. And that's well, all the real news I've got. Well, other than, I guess, uh, uh, Todd Gordon was announced as crew chief for Jimmy Johnson in the uh, 84 car. They're hoping to qualify for the Daytona 500. Yeah, I, uh, and that'll just depend on exactly how everything lays out. Um, I mean, back when I was doing this stuff, you know, uh, before charters and everything, they had uh, champions provisionals and stuff like that for the race. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, I don't know. Would would he qualify since he wasn't an active driver for, what, two or three years he hasn't been racing? That's just it. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't even know if they still allow a champion provisional because 36 spots in the field are filled. Yeah, I, I think they did away with all those provisionals. You know, they'll they'll have four spots available depending on how many cars. Well, it doesn't depend on how many cars show up. There's going to be four spots available. Two of them will be filled on speed during qualifying. You know, and, yeah. and those cars could be 18th and, and 40th, you know, just depending on how the uh, everything lays out and then you'll have two cars that'll make it in off of the twins on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And by the way, just to clarify, uh, 2020 was Jimmy's final full-time cup season. Right. So he's been gone for two years. Yeah. So, yeah. And I don't, I think his last win was in 17. So uh, I think you're right. Cause 18 was his last year with Canals and Lowe's. He raced for two more seasons and then retired. Yeah. Uh, well, do you got anything you, have you noticed anything that I, I might've missed? Uh, no, I just been watching, you know, some schedules and whatnot pop up on, uh, uh, you know, through Facebook and watching different pages and everything. Um, uh, it looked like uh, there was kind of a, a neat little celebration Friday night down at I-80 Speedway uh at the, for the banquet you mean um no it wasn't there um i saw a post uh, that nancy made like people's actually saying goodbye to the racetrack or was that another deal that happened yeah that was just old pictures uh it, she just posted okay. those after the awards banquet i believe all right yeah that was, was uh you were one of the pictures so i know you were there but yeah uh, that was a rough okay. night um yeah uh just saying goodbye to everybody and uh, I think Joe Kaziski was probably the only one that didn't start crying, but he only bet him a dollar to him. He bet a dollar to himself that he wouldn't start crying. And I think he won. I don't know how that payout worked if he was given very good odds or not, but um, well, I'm sure he had a hard time collecting either way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and uh Chris Brown, uh, marketing motorsports. Oh man, I know I got it wrong again. He's gonna yell at me for that. Um, he uh, he took some really just some awesome pictures as Chris does, and uh, he got one of looking over the entire crowd. So he posted on I eighty Facebook page. I think the very last picture of that banquet group is uh, is everyone giving uh, Joe Kaziski a standing ovation, and it lasted for a long time. 
The only thing that uh, I think I regret that I I probably should have stepped in and done was get Steve and Lisa up there to to receive it too because with Joe being so vocal, he gets a lot of the attention. But I mean, everyone knows how important Steve and Lisa were to that operation. And then when you stack on top of that, uh, Mona and Shelly and uh, I was gonna say you should put the whole K family, up yeah, there, which yeah. Bob Grace the whole deal, yep. And uh, done it that way. Um, I know I can't remember who posted the video. It might have been uh, under that... Kyle Burton Racing, but uh, part of most of Kyle's speech mm-hmm. was posted. So, yeah, I bet that was Kyle's uh, Kyle's operation. Um, yeah, or, or just Belinda. I I'm not sure who, but uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that looks remember. like yep. Uh, and uh, Matt Andrews' wife, Jessica, uh, was sitting right front and center. Their table was right in front of the podium, and she got a video of it. And I, I guess I should ask her if she'd send it over to me. I, I think I'd love to post that because uh, it, it was a great, it was a great speech. It was just a good Joe Kaziski speech, and uh, it, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was the end of that. So uh, it sounded like everything at the auction, a lot of things sold, and uh, I've been hearing. You know, various racetracks getting portions of the grandstands or sweet shack stuff, fryers, generators, lights. Uh, there's a lot of racetracks in the area that are going to be upgraded with uh, some I-80 Speedway equipment. Yeah, well, the lights were top notch. That was all Musco lighting. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I said, it would have been a nice deal for somebody with a few bucks to light up their backyard with one of those poles, but... Uh, I don't know how all the covenants would have worked out for that, but yeah, I think that's all I got for today. Um, nothing else really to report on other than the Daytona 500 party at Quaker steak and lube is a go. I'm going to be creating that event page Monday night or Tuesday night as I'm uh, working on some stuff. So hopefully that event page will get up and going. The Pickums contest is a go. Also, I got that posted a little bit later than I wanted to last week. But it's up and rolling, and uh, you can join the 2023 Pickums Contest presented by Rick Haven Ridge of Royal Partners. Find out what Rick can do for you today at rickhavenridgeadvice.com. Looks like we have... I went ahead and re-upped on the contest the other day, and uh, um, I don't remember how many names I counted. I want to say it was about 40, I think, that had already got back in. So We're sitting right at 40. So, yeah. yep. Come down uh, Sunday, uh, February 19th for the, uh, the Daytona 500 party. That'll be your last chance to get signed up. Actually, that's not your last chance. We pretty much let people sign up for the next week or two and you could sign up anytime you want to. Uh, It's just after probably two or three weeks, your chances of winning the championship or at least making the playoffs is, is uh, slim, although not obsolete. Um, We're going to be awarding our, uh, our trophy, and uh, to Kurt Kroger and maybe Jeff Bullum, uh, if uh, or uh, if he, yeah. he's able to come up, or maybe we have to wait till May when we go down to Kansas City to do that. And we might have to offer him gas money. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send the I'll send the Tesla down to pick him up. <laughs> we'll get him a, a ride in style. Uh, but a lot of going on over the next couple of weeks, and um, I think that World of Wheels at the uh, uh what is it the chi health center now is uh is in march so we're gonna get that organized and uh we'll get schedules out for that so 
What's that? March 10th through the 12th. Okay. So we'll get schedules out for all of that. We'll get interviews set up and uh, hopefully we'll be, we'll get enough tickets from those guys to be able to give away some, uh, some great prizes. Uh, just around the corner, your U.S. 30 Speedway champion, Tristan Grape. First time I think we've had Tristan on the show. I got to interview him, I think, once after a win. And uh, I've always enjoyed talking to Tristan. He's just one of those just your atypical uh, weekend warrior. Uh, works his butt off to pay for the car. Works his butt off to get the car going. And uh, it was really, really cool to see him pick up a track championship this year at uh, US 30. So congratulations to him. And we're going to talk to him coming up next on the front stretch. Hang tight. Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you white knuckle racing by the river bring you Joe's Karting Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Karting while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse. Joe'sKarting.com for more information. Hey guys, Dan Taylor with Tailored Computers and Repair. I've been talking about a hard drive upgrade on the podcast for quite a long time, and here's a little more detail behind it. Older laptops, older computers, maybe four or five years old, the hard drives that came with them just simply were not built for Windows 10. A new hard drive from Tailored Computers and Repair will breathe brand new life into your laptop and computer. Not only will it make it faster, but it will make your laptop battery last longer and it will run cooler, which will also help the battery last a lot longer. Not only does your computer or laptop get even faster, but all of your files, settings, pictures, everything is exactly where you left it. Within about a day, maybe two days, you're gonna get your same computer back but it's gonna run faster, cooler, and the battery's gonna last longer on laptops. Give me a call today, 402-659-5641. Find out what a hard drive upgrade can do for your computer and get some valuable time back. We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch. Welcome back to the front stretch, rolling into turn number two. Sitting at the Racers Swap Meet in Columbus, Nebraska. Uh, only probably my third or fourth time in Columbus. And I think it effectively doubles my number of times here because I was here for the Racers Swap Meet. It's always a good time here at the Racers Winter Swap Meet. I tell you, it's where beer and breakfast meet. Yeah, yeah, we heard that B word uh, be rumbled. Those of you that are walking around the Racers Swap Meet, breakfast and beer has, been, uh, has entered the building. So if you guys need to work off last night's hair of the dog, uh, I'm sure you can with some nice bacon and eggs or, uh, oh, I think I saw a crock pot of uh, uh, biscuits and gravy coming in. So uh, breakfast is coming. Uh, if you guys are getting hungry, it's about 9.30 as we record this morning. Uh, I want to say a big thank you to RK Inc., the, metro, the area's uh, newest wrap shop. Uh, spurring off of uh, Demon Decals, Ryan has been uh, have been doing uh, raps for people for a long time and then has decided to, to jump out on his own and uh, started RK Inc. Uh, I want to say a big thank you to Ryan for sponsoring this section of the front stretch and doing, uh, sponsoring all the interviews at the Columbus uh, Racers Swap Meet. And uh, if you guys are looking for raps, not just race cars, but uh, he's got cornhole boards, uh, goat carts, all sorts of different stuff that he could do wraps and designs for. I'm actually going to uh, probably have him maybe redesign the front stretch logo. Probably needs to be freshened up just a little bit after five or six years. And uh, also maybe get a new tailored computers and repair logo. So 
Uh, a lot of business coming his way. But if you're looking for a rap guy, look no further than Ryan at RK Inc. Just look up online, RK Inc. on Facebook, and Ryan's going to take great care of you. Joining us for our first interview at the Racers Swap Meet is your 2022 US 30 track champion, Tristan Grape. Man, congratulations on that. Thank you. It was fun. I bet it was fun. Uh, talk to me a little bit about your stats, because I uh, meant to do it on the way up, but I got a little distracted with driving. But uh, I, I believe you picked up several wins. Yeah, I think out of like 29 nights, I ended up with 10 wins. So, 10 wins on 29 nights? Yeah. How many nights at, uh, at, at US 30 did you get the wins? Uh, I think I got four there this year. Four of them? Uh, what is it about that track that, that you really enjoyed you decided to go race weekly at? Ah, it's just slick and smooth. Yeah. And Bobby and them and the whole Lincoln family do a fantastic job there. Yeah, the past couple of years it's always been slick, smooth, two, three lanes usually every night, and just fun. I've always kind of seen you. I think I met you for the first time. You were kind of helping out, uh, or you were, you were racing a little bit part-time with Jeff Ware and the Hobby Stocks. You guys were teammates, and... Uh, I think, did you pick up the win that night at, were you at Beatrice, James? I don't think you picked up the win that night, but I think you had a good run. That was the first time I met you, and I think you bought a hat from me. And, and it kind of seemed like you were one of those just low-budget guys, having fun, just working on the car as much as you can, and, and really kind of embracing and enjoying the sport. Yeah, I think that was actually Albion. Is oh, helping Jeff? I yeah. thought your car was out there, but maybe... I think I raced Elbion that night, so I, okay. met, I met you with Kurt. Yeah, that's right, that's right. It was, uh, yeah, the, the Kurt and, uh, and uh, what was his friend's name? That was a fun night. Were you there? Yeah. I don't think I was there for that one. We were trading buckets of beer, and it got... Well, it's a good thing Kurt was driving, let's just say that. <laughs> I mean, I've traded a couple buckets of beer with you, but I don't think it's ever been at Albion. <laughs> but just think about it, though. I mean, you, you went from helping on a team... To, to now, you're a, a track champion. Did you get the, get the track championship at Boone also? No, no. Okay. I only ran there three or four nights this whole year. Yeah. But, I mean, just talk about that a little bit. Like, the, the journey to be from helping with Jeff Ware, who's got a great operation, to now you're the track champion. You're the one that can kind of hold that trophy up in front of him. Yeah, I just, I guess I don't really know. It just helps when he's a good friend at the same time and... Just kind of watch how he drives. Get got to follow him a bunch of laps. And if it wasn't for him, I would probably still wouldn't be racing. So, yeah, uh, he is a great dude. Despite what some people say about him, he's yeah. he's a pretty good guy. Yeah, some people don't like. <laughs> some people just don't like getting a bumper. So, how did take me back into the sport? Are you a first generation racer? Did your dad race? What's your family lineage in the race world? Oh God, my grandpa did it fifty years. My uncle's done it. Cousins. My dad did it. I mean, it's just, it's in the blood, and yeah. I kind of want to keep it going. What's your earliest memory at a racetrack? That's my question. <laughs> Raise your hand. I'll stop talking one of these times. Oh, God. I don't even know. Uh, my cousin, Nathan, I remember him rolling one night in Albion. That's probably one of the memories I remember clear as day. Why is it always the wrecks that are the most memorable ones? I can remember uh, my uncle at Eagle one night, a guy had rolled and landed on the hood, crushed the radiator and everything, and that just that stands out so vividly. My earliest racetrack memory was actually packing Beatrice with my grandpa. 
and we kind of, not to take away, but we kind of went full circle. After my grandpa passed, I was in Beatrice it, back in, like, November and just cruising around with Granny, and I'm like, oh, well, hey, these gates aren't locked. Let's, let's go take a lap. Oh, absolutely. It was a blast. So um, coming off a championship year, what are your plans rolling into 2023? Do a little bit more traveling, sticking somewhere local? I think this next year we're going to travel a little bit, chase a little bit of money around. Do the Dirt Crown thing? Uh, I don't know yet. Hopefully. See if I can get the days off work. Yeah, that's the real bitch about it. Well, it sucks when your boss is Jeff and he's racing stock car stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so he can't let you off because he's gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do full time? Just Napa Auto Parts yeah. and Genoa there. Just Napa Auto Parts? That's a big job. Napa that's a tough job. How. Uh-oh. Does it really matter if you have four-wheel drive when you're going in and getting windshield wipers? No. Why do they always ask me that? Uh, going to the wrong place. That's a good point. Where do you have to go to get windshield wipers for a Tesla? You've got to get them at O'Reilly Auto Parts, too. I mean, Napa Auto Parts. Excuse me. There we go. I think that's probably my problem is I'm going to O'Reilly's. <laughs> Great. Now I have the O'Reilly Auto Parts song stuck in my head. Uh, what's your... Uh, Dirt kind of, or uh, that's a total habit. James kind of asked your plans for next season, do you, for the 2023 season. Do you have a schedule you're kind of working on right now? Uh, as far as I know, we're going to hit haze in the spring again. And after that, it's just kind of whatever happens, wherever the money is. Yeah. And then whenever Jeff lets you off work? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Make sure to thank, thank uh, some of those great sponsors that helped the 14 machine. Oh, uh, Jeff's Farm Tire Service, Jeff Andwall. He's always helped me out a lot ever since I started. It's who I bought my first car from, actually. Uh, Skis, Pawn, and Gun right here in Columbus. Just Gwen's awesome, Dennis, Adam. Napa, Genoa, TNR Auto Parts. They do all my tire work for me. Big D's, Rubbers. Dylan, he bought a couple trailer tires for me. I'm sorry, what was that sponsor? Big D's, Rubbers. Okay, Okay. I did hear it right. Glad I clarified that for all of our... (laughs) Younger listeners. That's a good business name that you're never going to forget. Uh, <laughs> Tyler Rumshek for helping me out. Uh, God. Charger chassis, obviously. Keeps the car going. Just, oh. Demon decals. Makes it look good every time. Jeff for always helping out. You know, even like I was in Hayes and he called me. Ripped me out for driving like an idiot. And then... <laughs> Just kind of straighten me out and just all the support from fans and family and, you know, Josh lets me use his shop and that's my uncle. And yeah. Lets me use his shop every week and I don't know, just everyone else that's on the car if I forgot them. And are you uh, sticking in the hobby stock division for a couple of years or are you thinking maybe you need to move into a stock car soon? No, we're staying in a hobby for now. <laughs> for the foreseeable future? Yeah. 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 Uh, what what's holding you back? Do you just I guess I shouldn't say holding you back. Do you just love the hobby stock division that you just want to stay in that one or, or is it uh, uh needing some funding in the operation? Yeah, money. You'd right. like to move yeah. into the stock car? Yeah, I can't afford ten thousand dollar engines or let's say Roland Race News came up with a million dollar sponsorship for you, what would you go race? Stock car. Stock car just or a late model. I was gonna say <laughs> you wouldn't move I mean that that fund the stock car operation for a little while. Oh yeah. Maybe but late three, model, depending on if you're going Lucas Oil, you might need a couple more Roland Race New sponsorships. Yeah. So late model is kind of where it's at. You wouldn't go sprint car? 
No. 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 Are you against Brett Carr? I'm just not a big fan of him. Yeah. Never have been. What if they know. got starters? Would that help? Maybe. Maybe? Yeah. If they got starters, I'd quit being a fan. <laughs> <laughs> we had that question last night at, uh, at, uh, at the IED Speedway Banquet. They play the uh, match game, which all the drivers come up in a panel. And you ask a question, and the drivers write down the answer, and then everybody in the crowd and everyone on the tables writes down an answer. And any of the tables that matches any of the drivers' answers when gets a point. And uh, it was uh, one of the questions was Jack Dover was late to the driver's meeting because he forgot his blank. And one of the answers was starter. And, of course, it got a nice little groan, rumble, slash oh, yeah. cheer. But the 360 guys over there were a little, uh, a little miffed by it. But, yeah, good stuff. Uh, Tristan, anything else? Anything you want to talk about? Favorite food? Yeah, yeah probably a good old steak. Steak? Oh, absolutely. What's your cut of steak? Ribeye. That's the only answer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, damn it. Now I'm hungry. Uh, For those of you at the Racer Swap Meet, if you're getting hungry, the breakfast and beer area is officially open. You can see the line. Uh, I see uh, quite a few hungry faces over there uh, getting ready to get. If anybody wants to bring me samples, that's fine. Tommy, I'm looking at you. He's he's deliberately not listening to me. (laughs) A lot of people are deliberately not (laughs) listening to you, Dan. I'll just turn the speakers up. Uh, but uh, if you guys are hungry, head over and get yourself something to eat. Well, Tristan, man, congratulations. I was really happy to see you're having a lot of su- success in that uh, 14 machine. Uh, congratulations on the championship. So it sounds like 2023, you're not going to look for any championships. You're just going to kind of race around and have a good time. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what it's all about. I didn't mean to get tied up in a points battle at all this year either, but it's kind of go with the flow, see what happens. Yeah, I was going to say, it's funny how that kind of seems to be one of the defaults is let's start racing at this track and just see how the season goes. Yeah, I, I planned to run Columbus all year last year and just just want to have fun all year. Yeah. The, the shop's only 10 minutes away too, so that helps. What well, is a track around here that you haven't been to yet that you still want to try? I need to go out to Lexington sometime, but I think other than that, I pretty much got the whole state covered. Have you got to uh, uh, the new newly redesigned Shelby County Speedway yet? Yeah, I ran there in September. You did? Yep. How'd won, that go? Won it. That a boy. Boy, it'd have been nice if I had done a little bit of research, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tristan, appreciate your time. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Sam. Have a good race your swap, mate. Yep. That was Tristan Grape uh, joining us on the Front Stretch Podcast. I think that's going to do it for us today. Big thanks, to everybody, for coming out to the race your swap meet and sitting down and talking with us. Thanks to RK Inc., for sponsoring all of the interviews. Make sure to go to RK Inc. on Facebook. And, of course, thanks to Quaker Steak and Luby Council Bless, the official watering hole of the front stretch, for their continued support of the Metro's only racing talk show. Uh, get down to Quaker Steak and Lube. Summertime is just around the corner, and that means classic car cruising, great nightly specials, great beer specials, and uh, amazing sights and sounds. Quaker Steak and Luby Council Bless. Like I said, that's going to do it for us today. Big thanks to James Rowland for joining me on the show and helping out with the interviews. For uh, Dan Taylor, wait, no, for James Rowland, I'm Dan Taylor. This has been The Front Stretch. 
We all have that coworker that runs their mouth off at how great they are. They shot a five under par, 95 mile an hour fastball, bench press 375, bra. Wouldn't you love to shut them up by schooling them at Joe's Karting? Council Bluffs premier indoor karting track, professionally designed so each corner is your opportunity to embarrass your coworker. Call Buddy for your next company outing at 712-256-5278. Joe's Karting, white knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue next to AMC 17. Quaker Steak and Lube and Council Bluffs continues to offer the best wings, burgers, and steaks seven days a week, along with great daily specials. Mondays are Kids Night, where kids eat for just 99 cents with the purchase of an adult entree. Tuesdays is All You Can Eat Wings Night for just $17. Enjoy a half rack of baby back ribs for just $13.50 on Wednesdays, and you choose on Thursdays for just $12. You can pick between 15 fried shrimp, a pickup cheeseburger, 15 breaded wings, or six boneless wings. Check out Quaker Steak and Lube and Council Bluffs on Facebook for all their daily specials. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube. 